In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. Some years ago, I was attending a a quiet day, uh, a sort of mini-retreat, which was led by Bishop Alan Shin. Then he was Father Alan Shin. He was Alan to most of us. It's still hard for me sometimes to remember to refer to him as Bishop Shin. Um, But he had been with us for the day, and we had been talking about various stories of Jesus. It was the season of Lent. And near the end of the day, he gathered us all in a room around a great big table, as though we were going to have a meal together. But there in the middle of the table, there was no food. What there was, was a great big clear pitcher, which seemed to be filled with water, and a little tiny bowl next to it with something in it. Father Shin explained that what he would like for us to do is to pass the pitcher of water from person to person, and as each person holds the pitcher, to tell a story, to tell a sad story, to tell a story uh, that, that hurt someone, that, that made you mad, that made you angry, that, that made you feel empty, a, a sad story in some way. And as you do that, take a little bit of salt, which was in the bowl, and put it in the pitcher of water, and then pass on to the next person. And so we did this all the way around the table with our sad stories. Some were deeply moving. Some of us, I remember, like me, weren't quite sure of the crowd around us, and so we hedged a little bit and only told a slightly unhappy story. It went around once, and then Father Shen invited us to do it again, but this time to tell a happy story, uh, to tell a story with the group about some time when we felt God's presence, when we were just bursting with joy, when it was a good, good day. And so as you could imagine, the stories were very different, and the, the mood in the room shifted in a major way. But again, with each person, the story was told And then a little bit of salt was taken out of the bowl and placed into the pitcher. Once we had finished with that, Father Shen explained, as he put a stole around his neck, that we were going to make holy water. He stood and invited us to stand, and he used a prayer made of old and ancient words. I use it now because I want you to know the words. He prayed, O God, who rulest the raging of the fierce enemy, who dost mightily fight against the wickedness of thy foes, we beseech thee graciously to behold this creature of salt and water. Mercifully shine upon it, hallow it with the dew of thy loving kindness, that wheresoever it shall be sprinkled with the invocation of thy holy name, all haunting of the unclean spirit may be driven away. Far thence let the fear of the venomous serpent be cast. And wheresoever it shall be sprinkled, let there the, let there the presence of the Holy Spirit be vouchsafed to all of us who shall ask for thy mercy through Christ our Lord. Amen. What a prayer. If there were anything other than salt in the salt and anything other than water in the water, it was banished with that prayer, I can tell you. Those words or similar words have been used over the centuries to take 
spigot water to invite God's Holy Spirit to fill it and to turn it into holy water. But there was another piece, if you remember my story. We added our stories to make the water holy. I remember that after that prayer was said, Father Shen looked around at all of us and he said, your stories, our stories of sadness and joy, our tears and our laughter have all been used by the Holy Spirit to make this water. He then told us what we already knew, that the water would be used at the next baptism. It would be used to splash people with as a reminder of their baptism. It would go in a small trough at the entrance of the church where people could take a little bit and remind themselves of their baptism. He told me something then I've never forgotten. Remember that the Holy Spirit uses us to make water and the world holy. The Holy Spirit uses us to make water and the world holy. The salt is made holy. The water is made holy. We are made holy. That theological word for making us holy is a word we don't hear so much of anymore. It's an old-fashioned, very religious-sounding word, sanctification. But it's a good word. It's a word that is still promised and made complete in God by the work of the Holy Spirit, that that work we celebrate this day on the day of Pentecost. And so sanctification, this process of being made holy, is a, a little like a woodworker who slowly and lovingly, carefully sands the edges off a rough piece of wood, eventually revealing the wood's truest beauty and purpose. Sanctification is like the cook who adds a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then she tastes it, and then she adds a little more and a little something else, and on and on until the food is just right. Sanctification is like the slow, patient work of water itself that carves its way through rock over years, over decades, over centuries. And sanctification happens in our own lives, our own stories, as we offer them to God, the sad stories, the happy ones, the embarrassing ones, the horrible ones, the the sentimental, the mundane, all of our individual and unique stories that are brought together for God's story of saving the world. This story of God's coming into the world in the form of Jesus, of his dying and rising again, of his living out what life can look like for us, it becomes mixed with our story so that as we grow in God, eventually it's hard to tell where one begins and the other leaves off. On this day of Pentecost, the predominant image is one of the Holy Spirit's blast into the world in the form of fire and flame, as we hear about in the Acts of the Apostles. But also, remember, the Holy Spirit appeared at Jesus' baptism. Others see the Spirit's movement throughout the Hebrew Scriptures and the origins of the universe. But especially as Jesus is baptized, remember that story. The dove appears, a voice is heard. In a wonderful detail of our building, um, after the service, be sure and walk up and look up in the window. It's the second bay of the apse up high. It's the window that shows Jesus' baptism. 
and Henry Holiday in making this window put in a wonderful detail because true to scripture, Jesus is being baptized, John the Baptist is there, onlookers and angels are there, and the dove is there representing the Holy Spirit. But behind the dove, there's a kind of red nimbus with red rays shooting out. And so Holiday reminds us that baptism and Pentecost are one. Uh, That holy water and holy flame are of the same source, which is our holy God. At our baptism, the Holy Spirit makes her grand entrance into our lives. But the bursts of flame continue as a rekindling within us, as as refreshers that jumpstart us to faithful living. In just a few minutes, Skylar is going to be baptized. She knows today is partly about her. That's why she's being noisy. She keeps saying, wait a minute, this is about me, isn't it? What's all this other stuff beforehand? We'll get to you, Skylar. And even though she only turns one today, today her birthday, she soon enough will have stories to tell, stories to bring to the baptismal font or the table or or the parent or the family or the friends. And for now, her mother carries those stories and her godparents and family carry those stories. In reaffirming our baptismal vows, we recall our own stories and we offer them to God for cleansing, for sanctification, One day, Skylar will add her own stories, both the sad ones and the happy ones. Many of us watched or saw parts of the royal wedding yesterday, and part of what made it so beautiful is not only the pageantry and the history and the form, but also the honesty. People brought their stories with them, stories of divorce, uh, stories of difference, Stories of diversity, stories that might have been unusual years ago in such a context, but stories that enriched and enlivened and improved and make for a new future. With the Holy Spirit and with the story that is Skylar, with the story that is us, holiness weaves her tale through our world, extending holy action, thickening the plot, adding characters along the way, developing new themes we never might imagine, but always a story written in the loving hand of God. And so we and Skylar go to the baptismal font. We can return every time we walk in a church. We can return in our prayers. We can return whenever we say out loud or in silence, I am baptized. I am a child of God. May God continue to draw us through God's story of salvation so that we might never forget that the Holy Spirit uses us to make water and the world holy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.